radio is the original social media. People would connect with each other via radio, via a song, via a personality that they like. So we've been in the social media business for a long time, and I think that's going to continue. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. I think what we're seeing in the unprecedented times that we are is radio has become that companion again because we are all kind of in our silos right now without the ability to connect with each other under this crazy COVID-19 situation. So it's become that friend in a box again. It's also become a place to go for information. And I believe that we will see a residual and it will continue. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the media morphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Our guest today has been described as a lipaholic, idea smith, badass, coach, model, author, tar heel, speaker, and successful broadcaster. New York's Helen Little launched her radio career in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And like many of us, she had no experience, but she did have a homemade demo and a dream. And now she's a midday host at one of America's most listened to radio stations, iHeartMedia's 1067 Light FM. And she hosts The Public Library, a weekly podcast about all things written and read. She also worked in the music industry, contributed to TV's Inside Edition, guested on the Today Show, the Katie Couric Show, and Fox News. To say that she's one of the best and brightest having a great run is, well, an understatement. Brand with On Demand is proud to welcome Light FM New York's Helen Little. Hey, Helen. Hi, how are you? Doing great, and glad you're here. So, from Chapel Hill, Tar Heels, all the way to New York City in market number one, what are some of the most meaningful lessons that you've learned during your radio journey all the way to the top of the ratings, number one station, number one market in America? One of the things that benefited me is I was willing to work in any department, take on any job, you know, and to volunteer to do whatever I could to learn about this business early on. And I was fortunate to have some great mentors along the way who helped guide my career. But when I was starting out in Chapel Hill, my big goal was to one day work in Charlotte. I never thought about New York. Right. <laughs> You've offered some interesting observations, Helen, on the evolving role of media and especially radio. Where do you see the industry now and what do you think is going to happen next? Well, the interesting thing, radio, I consider, is the original social media. You know, people would connect with each other via radio, via a song, via a personality that they like. So we've been in the social media business for a long time, and I think that's going to continue. I think also what we're seeing in the unprecedented times that we are is radio has become that companion again because we are all kind of in our silos right now without the ability to connect with each other um, under this crazy COVID-19 situation. So it's become that friend in a box again. It's also become a place to go for information and to for connection. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's kind of reminding people about that. And I believe that we will see a residual and it will continue. 
Yeah, and certainly taking other shapes, too. You, you were one of the very, very first to do podcasting back with your public library, which is still on. First question, how did that come to be? And secondly, has it changed over the years? And if so, how? Well, the funny thing is, this is a couple of years ago. I think I've been doing it. This is my fourth year. Uh, so about four years ago, I came to work after the Christmas holiday and I walk in and the guy that's in the studio is like, you know, they're going to start making us do podcasts. It's going to become mandatory. I'm like, what? I didn't realize that. <laughs> that was a urban myth, um, a, a rumor. And there was never anyone who said that they're going to make us do podcasts. But I'm thinking, OK, I'm going to be ahead of the curve instead of them making me do something. I'm going to come up with something that I want to do. Yeah. So. I written, well, at the time I was working on writing my first novel. I needed insight and information and connection because it's a very um, tight community. And I didn't know a lot of people in the publishing industry or the writing community or anything like that. So I created this basically masterclass for myself on writing in the publishing industry. And I created a demand so that writers would talk to me. Yeah. And that's how it started yeah and you've had some big name authors on there i mean it seems like you get everybody i've got over a hundred episodes at first i was really ambitious by trying to put up like four a week wow. <laughs> yeah and was, <laughs> right uh, so now i try i do one a week um and sometimes less than that and the difference is, is I read the book before I talk to the author. And everybody hasn't been an author. I've talked to um, someone who just loves to read. I've talked to a librarian. I've talked to publishers. But people who are passionate about reading and writing. That's great stuff. You know, Helen, you've become known, really, for motivating others as a coach and a popular speaker. And one of your messages is, use what you got to get what you want. Now, for somebody who'd like to follow in your footsteps and take a little more control of their life and their career, how might they apply that message? Well, the perfect example is what I did with the podcast. I wanted access to authors and the publishing community. So I thought to myself, how can I reach these people? How can I get them to invite me into their club? It's like, oh, I have a microphone and I have a recorder so I can read their books and invite them to come and talk to me about them and, you know, and create a connection that way. So when I say use what you've got, stop and take inventory of where you are and what you have in life. You know, if you want to be on the radio, we all have the ability to broadcast in our hands right now. If you've got a cell phone, you can create a show on any number of platforms, whether it's Anchor, which is the podcast platform, or YouTube, which is a visual platform, or Twitter, which is a written platform, and, and, and more, you know, or Instagram, or SoundCloud, all these different ways that you can create content and begin to show people your personality, create a show, build demand, and build an audience. Mm -hmm. Everybody has the ability to do that now. So use what you've got, a cell phone, your personality, your ideas, to get what you want. People paying attention to your amazing ability to create content that other people will respond to. And that's how you do it. Great idea. And a really great attitude. So is this something that people are catching on to, or is it something you have to demonstrate and show them through example that it can and should be done and helps you win? I think it's a little bit of both. You know, you have people who become social media influencers that 
attract a large following. And that's not very different from someone who has a microphone in a studio that has kind of a personality that people are interested in. So I have found that some people automatically see it. They do it and they back their way into another career like that. And I see some people who like, oh, you have to turn the light bulb on for them. So professionally, you have done just so many different things. And as a confirmed lifeaholic, obviously you're going to be doing a lot <laughs> more. Are there any goals that you have that you haven't really completed yet or things you'd like to do that you haven't done? What's on your bucket list? Best-selling author. Okay. And a best-selling author whose books have turned into other content like movie and television. That's what I'm really working towards now. I love the writing space and being in that and actually continuing to do radio. I, I love radio. I'm also on a station in Philadelphia, 106.1 The Breeze, which is another iHeart station. And I enjoy being able to share in more than one market, which is interesting because I live between the two markets. So it, it's kind of like I'm local to both. Yeah. That's the big bucket list thing would be the writing career. Very cool. We are with one of radio's best and brightest, the very talented Helen Little. Sony, you'd like to hear from her. We'd love to hear from you. Email your suggestions to show at brandwithondemand.com. And to get show notes, including Helen's bio, background, links to her podcast, and radio work, and other information you just won't get anywhere else, simply text the word notes on demand one word to 44222 notes on demand 44222 coming up helen shares things she knows now that she really wishes she knew way back then hi this is dave tyler from music master scheduling right now stations like yours are helping their communities get through this crisis and music master is here to help you as always our support team is standing by 24 7 scheduling from home visit musicmaster.com remote for more information need additional training request a virtual visit from our team just go to musicmaster.com support from our family to yours stay healthy stay strong and let's get through this together. North Carolina Radio Station of the Year, I'm Susan King. I'm Michael Hart in the News Talk. The local news for Phoenix, I'm Debbie Young. I'm Ed Heistin. One key difference between traditional radio and other options is local information. Virtual News Center can help. From the Wolf Room Radio News Center, I'm Peter Colleen. In any language, money talks. I'm Jen Austin. When your news budget breaks, Virtual News Center can fix it. Click their ad at brandwidthondemand.com. It was nice to talk to a fellow 80s kid. Yeah! Shout out to the staff and everybody there, and I love uh, this Throwback Nation. Hear the power of real human connection every night on Throwback Nation Radio. Get a free sample at throwbacknationradio.com. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brand with On Demand. We're with one of radio's best and brightest, Helen Little from Light 106.7 FM in New York. Helen, what are the things that you know now that you really wish you'd known way back when you were first starting in radio? I think the biggest thing for me was if I had confidence back then. If I knew that I had the potential to be great. I didn't know that. I just kind of stumbled into it. And I was passionate 
but I won't say that I believed in myself as a talent. That's the biggest difference is like learning that early in my career that not only do you have an opportunity, but you're good at it, which is why you got the opportunity. So I did not believe that early in my career. It took me probably 10 years to really get to the point that I knew that. Yep. The other thing I would have liked to have known how I've always been flexible in this business. Uh, you know, I've, I've done almost every job in programming that you possibly can. I've never worked in engineering, but I've worked in almost every other department at a radio station. I would have liked to have had the goal to perhaps come to New York as opposed to just Charlotte. And I think that's the same thing is like that level of confidence, that, that ability to see what my potential is. Our thanks to the truly remarkable Helen Little. Hey, whenever you're in the mood to binge, just check out the previous episodes, all available wherever you get this podcast. And whenever we're in the mood for a great producer, we just call on Cindy Huber and she takes care of it. Thanks. Coming up next, a biggie. How's this lockdown going to impact your spring ratings? Some surprises from the president of Research Director, Inc., Charlie Sislin has some information that you won't want to miss. That's a rap tipper. It's time you started writing your own sheet music. We'll talk about it in one minute marketing. Find it in the show notes at brandofondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. And in the end, the profits you take are built upon the brand you Any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. Brandwith on demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting.